look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hey, we're pumped to talk to these guys, and uh, they are in Israel, even as we speak, CFI Jerusalem. It is Tristan and Galia, and uh, we're going to talk about what these guys uh, do there in Israel and around the world. Hey, guys. Hello. Hi. Greetings from uh, foggy Jerusalem today. Foggy Jerusalem. That looks yeah. Looking out the window there, it looks kind of sunny, but it's kind of hard to tell, I guess. <laughs> We've had a lot of rain the last few days. It's been quite stormy, hmm. and today it's been all misty and foggy, so winter's come back to Israel. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Tristan you know, I, was happy about winter being back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were praying for rain. It's been quite a dry winter, um, but the Lord has answered. Um, and it rained off some of our projects. With, we had a group in doing some outdoor projects, but we couldn't complain because we prayed for it. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we want to catch up with you guys. We know that you guys have such impact on uh, the people of Israel and uh, Christians for Israel, CFI Jerusalem. Tell us a little bit, for those that don't know, CFI, give us just a short, uh, what is it all about? Yes. Well, it was, it's a charity founded in 1985 um, by two Americans and a, Brit and a, and a Frenchman um, here in Jerusalem. It's really what I would say a, a Ruth and Naomi ministry at heart. It, it's just the whole pith of CFI is to bring... Um, build relationships and to be a be a Ruth to Naomi, Naomi being Israel, modern Israel, um, the people that have regathered here from, from the nations um, and to stand unconditionally and to show unconditional love, um, even when it's not wanted or reciprocated um, to, to keep standing and to express that love in practical ways. So we've got a variety of projects, about 10 um, and um it's, it's just a real way of, of meeting people and getting connected with people, new immigrants, elderly people, Holocaust survivors, um, farmers, any way we can to, to share this, this, this love that the Lord has given us to share. Yeah, the whole sort of the whole heartbeat, I would say, the whole spirit, so the whole essence of Christian Friends of Israel is to stand with Israel in the spirit of Ruth. Remember how Ruth said to Naomi, where you go, I will go. Your yeah. people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Naomi was telling Ruth, go on, go home, go back to your people. And what did she say? No, I'm going to stick by you. Good times, bad times, I'm with you. And that's CFI. We, that is our message to Israel and the Jewish people. And sadly, after thousands of years of anti-Semitism at the hands of the church, um, we have a big responsibility to build bridges and to show the Jewish people and the nation of Israel, a different face of Christianity and of Yeshua, of Jesus, the Messiah of the Church. Hmm. And part of what, <clears throat> excuse me, part of what you guys do is is bring folks over and show them Israel. Let them uh, get a taste of of what Israel is all about and see the roots of of the Christian faith. Really, mm -hmm. talk about like you've got a big uh, tour coming up in May, and uh, talk about what you guys do on those tours. Yeah, that's right, Dan. We've, we've got a a tour coming. Um, for eight nights, 2nd to 10th of May. Um, we've got a few places left, so if anyone feels the urge, they um, get in touch, I think, by Sunday. Um, should be able to squeeze a few people in. Um, it's $1,950, so it's a low-budget tour. Um, and it's really this tour is, is aimed at introducing people to the main sites in the land. 
um, the Dead Sea, Masala, going up to the Galilee, spending time walking in the footsteps of Jesus and um, really um, also receiving some teaching. We want to have a celebration night towards the end to give thanks for the 75th anniversary of the State of Israel, which is um, coming up actually in that week of the tour. Awesome. We're talking with uh, Tristan and Galia from CFI, and uh, they are right there in Jerusalem. And uh, I love what you guys are all about. You're not only proclaiming Christ and talking about Jesus, but you're 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 walking it out. And I, I did. I, re- I read some of the the press release that we have. Uh, even if those are if it's not reciprocated, you still love and serve and comfort uh, those folks. How do they react to that when you just love them? Well, uh, do you know that's that's a good question, Rick. We had um, we were so blessed today. We had a, a group of about twenty young adults from from Colorado, and um, we split up into different groups. And um, it was amazing sharing. Now at the end of the day, what people have been doing. One group went out, and they were visiting with some terror victims. There's unfortunately, been a spate of terror attacks here again. Some quite mm-hmm. nasty ones. There have been mm-hmm. several lot people that have died um so they went and and sat with um, a lady who had lost um one of her her children and um and she the language that they used was was really the language of love Uh, it's international so they were they were embracing she really wanted that that touch that human touch um she was very open to talk to them about her feelings and she really appreciated that people had come strangers from from the nations that actually cared enough to come and, and look her up and find her um we had um another group went out and gave a, a party for some holocaust survivors um not a wild party just a guy <laughs> they, they bring them drinks and food in the afternoon and they it's been harder for them to get together over the last few years so they they really enjoy this and they they bought guitars and they put some music on for them and they, I think they had a great time. They, they did. And I think the thing to remember as well is that Christian Friends of Israel has been here in Jerusalem for almost 40 years. Hmm. So it takes time to yeah. build relationships. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. And a lot of people have come before us and have prepared the way. You know, they've, they've, they've come to a people who rightly so, you know, have had their suspicions or their concerns or who haven't understood, you know, why are these Christians all here? You know, why do they want to help now? And it's taken years and years and years of building trust and building relationships. And that's something about CFI that is so beautiful and so precious is that CFI is a grassroots organization. It's all about building relationships one person at a time. And 40 years down the line, you know, we have the most, we're like family with a lot of the Holocaust survivors, with the new immigrants that make Aliyah, with the Ethiopian community, with the soldiers, with the security forces. It's become like we're family. They know to call on us. If there's a need, they call CFI mm. because we've, we've stood with them through thick and thin for decades now. And that's the beauty, isn't it? It's relationship building. Yeah. Yeah. You guys mentioned uh, several projects that CFI is involved in in uh, Israel and in Jerusalem. Uh, kind of run down some of the projects you have and, and what exactly their their uh, intentions are. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Well, one of the oldest projects was reaching out to the, the new immigrants. You know, this is an expensive country, Dan. 
Um, I mean, it always has been, but it's 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 getting even more expensive as, as the cost of living crisis continues to bite. Most things are imported here. They're not manufactured here. Mm. So when people come and they immigrate, they make Aliyah, they call it here, save a lot from Russia at the moment, which is not really surprising. The Ukraine um, and other, other also a little bit South America, mm-hmm. um, sometimes the States. <laughs> um, they, but people come and they're shocked how expensive it is to live here. So any help they can get at all is, is a massive boon for them. So we supply uh, new electrical items, cookers, fridges, freezers, um, washing machines, also smaller items, some furniture we've started doing recently. Um, we always used to give away clothes, but we moved into a bigger, more expensive items because this was the need. And they, they're so astonished, you know, when they come and they, they, they receive these gifts um, yeah. for from Christians around the world. And they know that it's it's from Christians and as an expression of love, they're, they're blown away. And also as an expression to encourage them that what they're doing by coming here, by leaving and moving to Israel, making Aliyah, making coming back to their ancestral homeland, is biblical and showing them in their Torah, showing them in their scriptures mm-hmm. how God says he's going to bring back the Jewish people, his people from the four corners of the earth. And that's what's happening. And so we get to encourage them, you know, that what they're doing is pleasing to God and, and that it's right. And to just help come alongside them and help them as they start their new life here. Mm-hmm. Another project. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Another project we have is um, one of the original projects, Forsake Them Not. This is to remember the Holocaust survivors. And we have, um, we've got two ladies. They're like gold dust. Mm-hmm. They, they've just, one's been with us 20 years, the other one 10 years. And they, um, there's another new lady coming soon to join them. They go and do home visits with the Holocaust survivors just to build relationships. And it's, they're not cleaning, they're not cooking when they go. They're actually, they're, they're sitting and they're listening and they're being a friend. And, and this is what the survivors, they find want the most. Mm-hmm. And some of them are housebound now. The youngest ones are in their eighties. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but it's really something that we're looking to put more um, effort into because these these last years are often most precious years, and um, and they're like like Alia said they they've become like family like daughters or nieces. Um, they just they they're calling them up saying when are you coming? You know I haven't had my turn. You know I'm waiting. Um, so they there's a whole circuit they do every year to try and fit everybody in. And they, and, uh, yeah, they'll always remember their birthdays and take a birthday present and they'll do celebrations during the Jewish holidays. It's also important to note as well that for the survivors that want to, of course, nobody's ever pressured, but for the survivors that want to, you know, it's also an opportunity to document firsthand what they went through. It's very sad to acknowledge that there remains people spreading lies that the Holocaust never happened. Yeah, And so while we have Holocaust survivors alive with us, it's essential work to document their stories and their memory right. firsthand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. In fact, we'll squeeze one more in. We have a project called First Fruits, which is to the body of, of Messiah in the land to encourage them. We give grants and, and also come alongside and, and help in all sorts of ways. Um, so we, and that's to the, the, the Jewish believers, also to our Christians um, and some other groups as well. Um, so we, we like to to kind of try and build up the local body as much as we can, um, and we have a general fund for called Streams of Blessing. This is like a catch-all for people that don't fit into other projects, people that are struggling in need. That maybe they can't pay their rent, or they 
hit hard times in life, they can apply for for grants and practical support. Um, and it's often a way of, of bridge building with sometimes, you know, some of the Jewish people, you know, they lost all their loved ones in the past and they they, they remember this they, that, and they're not so keen to receive help from Christians. But, right. but when they see that, um, that it's just given with no strings attached um, in, their, in, in an hour of need, it, it really does build a bridge um yeah oh galia this bridal salon we forgot to so that, you know we well. could talk for hours about yeah. the projects but you know <laughs> when 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 the lord was here he he saw people's needs didn't he and he met them mm-hmm. people were hungry he fed them and people needed to be healed he healed them and as cfi we simply want to be his hands and feet we don't nothing we do comes with any condition not conditional love you know we're just here to to love and the Bible says comfort, you know, God said comfort, comfort my people. And so we're here. We want to comfort. We want to love. We want to support. And we simply want to be his hands and feet. And, you know, the rest is up to him. Right. That's awesome. we got to take a break, guys. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for what you do, you and your team. Uh, and uh, we will not only pray for you, but we will promote CFIJerusalem.org. And so that folks can help you continue your amazing callings. Uh, your work. Thank you so much. We'd love to talk to you again sometime because there's so many more questions I want to ask. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Shalom. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. 